This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. It was Motes Shabbos, after the fast of Esther the night before Purim, in 57-13-1953, and the Lubavitcher Rebbe had just finished davening Arovit, evening prayer in 770 in Crown Heights in Brooklyn. He went outside to the street with his Hasidim in order to say Kiddush Levana, the prayer said over a new moon. But the chances of them saying Kiddush Levana on that night was very slim, because there were so many clouds in the sky, and everyone knows that you can't say Kiddush Levana unless you can see the moon. So many times Jews will stand outside waiting for hopefully the clouds to move and be able to see the moon, and then Yiddish they'll say, Ah, Shana Levana, a beautiful moon. But this night, the thick clouds just kept coming, and as the old clouds left, new clouds came in, and no matter what they did, it didn't seem like they would be able to say Kiddush Levana. So the Rebbe, realizing that this was the situation, he turned towards the Hasidim, and he said, Since we can't say Kiddush Levana right now, let me tell you a story about the Tzemach Tzedek, who was the third Lubavitcher Rebbe, and who the Rebbe Menachem Mendel Schneerson was named after. So the Rebbe was telling his Hasidim the story, and this was a story about the Tzemach Tzedek, who lived in the town of Lubavitch in White Russia. And everyone knows that in Eastern Europe, it's often dark and gloomy, there's a lot of clouds, and getting a nice, clean moon to say Kiddush Levana was not always an easy task. The Hasidim of the Tzemach Tzedek, who were in Lubavitch at the time, were standing outside waiting for a moon to be able to see the prayer. And after all the time that they waited, they realized that the moon was not going to come out, and the clouds were not going to clear for them. And so they wrote a little note to the Tzemach Tzedek and handed it to him, and they asked him to do something about this. The Tzemach Tzedek came out to the courtyard. He sees the Hasidim standing there under the thick clouds waiting for the moon, and he said to them, I'm going to tell you a story. And so the Hasidim gathered around the Tzemach Tzedek. And the story that the Tzemach Tzedek told was about the great Tzadik, great Rebbe, Rabbi Meir of Premishlan. Once the Hasidim of Rabbi Meir of Premishlan had the same problem. They were standing under the moon, but they couldn't see it because the clouds were covering it. And so they said to their rabbi, please, Rabbi Meirle, as he was called, do something about this. We can't say Kiddush Lavana. And so Rabbi Meirle, he came out holding a handkerchief. And he said, when the Jewish people were in the desert after they had left Egypt, everyone knows that they were protected by the clouds of glory. Everywhere they went, the clouds gave them shade and gave them good weather, even though they were walking in the desert. And these clouds protected the Jewish people. But there was a problem. What do you do when you have to say Kiddush Levana, when you have to sanctify the new moon, when the clouds of glory not just the regular clouds that are covering the sky, but the clouds of glory are covering the Jewish people. And everywhere the Jewish people went, the clouds would follow. So how were people supposed to say Kiddush Levana? And Reb Meirle, who's speaking to his Hasidim, he said Moshe Rabbeinu would go out and the whole Jewish people would follow him. And then he would take a little handkerchief and wave it back and forth. And as he waved it, the clouds would begin to part. And so Reb Meirle, he said, let me show you how it was done. And he took his handkerchief 
And he said, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu would do. And he took the handkerchief and he waved it back and forth. And then he turned around to go back into his study. And the Hasidim stood there astonished as they looked up and they saw that all the clouds had parted and the moon was clearly visible and they could say Kiddush Levana. So of course, this is the Tzemach Tzedek telling the story about Reb Meirle to his Hasidim. And when the Tzemach Tzedek told the story, he also took his handkerchief and waved it back and forth. And just like with Reb Meirle, the clouds parted and the Hasidim were able to say Kiddush Levana. And now we're back to 1953 where the Lubavitcher Rebbe is standing there with his Hasidim telling the story. So the Hasidim are waiting for the Rebbe to take his handkerchief and wave it so that the clouds will move away and they can say Kiddush Levana. But the Rebbe doesn't take a handkerchief out and the clouds are still there. So the Rebbe turns to the Hasidim and he says, if there are any Jews here that can do something similar, maybe we can make Kiddush Levana tonight. And one of the Hasidim who couldn't restrain himself, he shouts out, Rebbe, you're one of the Hasidim that can do it. You can do it. The Rebbe can do it. The Rebbe looks back at the Hasidim and he says with a smile, my job is just to tell the story. And then the Rebbe said, I'll be back soon. And he left to make Havdalah for his mother, the Rebbe Tzinchana, who lived the street away. So the Hasidim are standing there trying to figure out what to do. I mean, the Rebbe said, if anyone could do this, they should do it. And so there was a Rav Greenglass from Montreal was there. And he took his handkerchief and waved it at the clouds. And to the surprise of all the Hasidim, the clouds actually parted, and they could see the moon. The Rebbe came back, and he sees that the clouds were parted. So when the Rebbe saw that one of the Hasidim had indeed waved his handkerchief and caused the clouds to part, the Hasidim called this Rev Greenglass from now on the Rebbe's Mekubal. And Rev Greenglass said that, of course, he wasn't the one that did it, it was the Rebbe who said, if somebody here can do it, then they should do it. So, of course, Rav Greenglass just did it on behalf of the Rebbe. And unlike with Moshe Rabbeinu and Rav Mirle of Premishlan and the Tzemach Tzedek, this story was different. Because with them, it was great tzaddikim that were able to wave the handkerchief and cause the clouds to part. But here, it was the simple faith of a chassid in his Rebbe that gave him the power to do the miracle that only the other great tzaddikim, could do. I have one more short story for you. Once a woman came to the Hedegabal Shem Tov and she said that her son was very sick. She asked the Holy Rebbe to please daven for him. Baal Shem Tov closed his holy eyes and sat very still for a few seconds. Then he opened his eyes and jumped up and he said, wait here, I'll be right back. And he ran out of the room and he came back a few minutes later with a minion, ten men, who everybody knew were the top thieves in the city. And with this minion, they said to Hillem, they recited psalms for the sick boy. And then the Baal Shem Tov turned to the mother and he said, you can go home now. And by the time you get home, your son will be well. So the Baal Shem Tov's Hasidim, who were standing there the whole time watching this, were besides themselves. And finally, one of them spoke up and said, Rebbe, we know that you're such a holy Rebbe, that you don't just know good people, but you also know people that are maybe not on such a high level. But for something as important as davening for a sick child, why didn't you use us, your Hasidim, as your minion? Or at least ten decent people who aren't thieves. Why did you need a minion of thieves? Criminals! And the Heligab HaShem Tov answered them, When the mother came here and told me that her son was sick, I sat and I closed my eyes, and I saw that all the gates of heaven were locked, locked tight, and no prayers were going to get through. 
So I realized that I needed 10 thieves to pick the locks so that they would break open the gates of heaven. And that's why I went to get my minion of thieves. I lie, lie, lie.